How do you partner in parenting? This is part one. All right, guys, welcome to the Out of Control Podcast. I'm Matthew. I'm Molly. And we are your out of control hosts. Absolutely out of control. A totally out of control, ma'am. You're an out of control freak. (laughs) (laughs) And we hope you are too. Uh, So we would love for you to go on this journey as we discuss the out of control nature of life and how we try to get control of it. And yet the answer doesn't seem to be in control, you know. You need to live out of the control. Out of the control. And so we talk about parenting. We talk about life. We talk about relationships. We're not an expert in any of those. So it's just a discussion that we hope you'll enjoy with us that let's dig in all right here we go did you like that sound effect all right did you mean to do that on purpose i did it on purpose (laughs) it was on purpose okay all right guys uh with the conversation of partnering partnering that's a mouthful partnering and parenting say that five times fast it's like parenting and partnering partnering i'm just gonna preface this with I really sucked at this in our early years of marriage and parenthood. Yeah, no, I agree. You did. <laughs> I'm going to own it. I was really bad. <laughs> um, we we struggled with this quite a bit, which is why we wanted to bring this up as a topic, um, because part of the purpose here is that we hope that these podcasts could potentially be something our kids would listen to at some point in time in the future. We've, we've come a long way. And so our hopes would be that uh, if they listen, that this might help them to uh, parent their kids at the point that they have to do that. So, yeah. So, um, all right. We are going to get into this as a two-part series. And so we're going to try a little bit short. Hopefully this will be a little shorter because it's a two-parter. And uh, we're going to discuss today what we wish we would have done better. A and lot then, of things, but we narrowed it down to four. We narrowed it down to four, <laughs> but we're going to really kind of identify that. And then and then in part two, we're going to talk about some of the keys to, to actually doing this differently and, and some things that uh, make it possible to partner in, in relationships and in parenting. All right. So I guess before we get into that, why do you think that parenting, partnering in parenting is so hard? Oh, because you have two people mm-hmm. and sometimes there's a person that thinks they're doing things the right way <laughs> and they feel like the other person is horribly wrong. Okay. I mean, I don't know from experience. I'm just throwing that out there. Just throwing it out there. It sounds like something <laughs> that could take place in a marriage. Possibly. When you have children. And someone who Okay, likes... guys, I was really good at that. Yeah. You were, no, you're excellent. Like you were. I'm proficient. really good at some really bad things. <laughs> <laughs> I could have written a book on how to show up as the superior parent. <laughs> I I'm, I don't know where to go from that. Um, oh, are we doing a um, fun fact? Oh, fun fact. We skipped fun facts. We'll come back to fun facts in a second. But um, so so I think you're right. I think that parenting is hard. One because two different individuals are coming together, and. and- I, Sometimes those individuals did not prepare for the union of their relation, like of coming together, yeah. let alone welcoming more people into their family. Like, yeah. We were young and dumb. And broke. Yeah. You know that song? Young, yeah. dumb, and broke. We were all those things. Yes. But really dumb. Yeah. And then like, we should have had a lot of discussions. 
None of them took place. Well, and that was, I think, the other point, which is we were not good at discussing challenging matters. No, we should. Perfect, guys. Just communication. Learning how to communicate effectively. Because I remember we were listening to um, a podcast by Mm -hmm. Finn Layson. Mm -hmm. Jennifer Finn Layson Fife. Here's a plug. She's amazing. Anyways, and she said something that was like an aha moment. Mm -hmm. And she was like, even when you're not communicating, you're communicating. Mm, Yeah. Yeah. We're not just talking about being able to articulate words. Sometimes we think that's what communication is. Communicating in a relationship is not just about, can I explain my point of view? Because I always felt like, oh, we just don't communicate. Yeah. But we we did by not communicating. You didn't communicate by not communicating. (laughs) You communicated. Yeah. Yeah. So So I just, that's... I just heard that what like last year yeah. and I was like, Oh wow. That's so like, true. That's so true. Where are you communicating by not communicating? Yeah. You're still communicating even when you're not using words. Yeah. So then the, the and, and then I think the other part that makes it so hard is it feels so important. Like you're raising a human and I think there's some real pressure that you feel as a parent to do it right. But apparently there was not enough pressure because we should have prepared. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting. The pressure doesn't show up till they're already here, right? Oh, God. And you're like, oh, I really should have thought about, you know, really learning more about this stuff. Um, no, but here's the thing. Like, I remember being pregnant with Tyler, our, mm-hmm. our oldest, mm-hmm. and preparing as in I read parenting books. Mm-hmm. You know, I like read about labor and delivery. I read about pregnancy, but no one tells you, Oh, like you should discuss like how you're going to parent, Mm -hmm. what things are important Mm -hmm. or how are you going to have each other's backs? Mm -hmm. Like getting on the same page before you start actual parenting. Maybe what I'm hearing from you is, um, I don't know that there's ever been, there was as much emphasis, at least in the worlds we were exposed to that said, Hey, learning how to be in relationship is one of the most important things that you can do as yeah. a parent. Yeah. Right. So we'll come back to this as we talk about like the things that we did wrong. And, um, I think I'm going to add one to this list that I just thought of. Um, um, so I'll, I'll put this on the list here. So, cause really, if you're not learning how to be in relationship with someone, you're just like adding a child to the mix just magnifies all the stuff you're not good at. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, and, 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 and not to mention, th- there's also another part of maybe what makes it so hard is the fact that parent, that children usually come at one of the most stressful stages in life. You're making less money. You're trying to acquire more things, right? You're trying to get into a house or build towards getting into a house. Well, and and I think it depends also, like how young you get married and. Right. That's what I'm saying. But, but even if you get married, like in your mid, you know, 30, you know, it's, you're just in an earlier stage of life. It's not like you're done and you're ready to retire. No, but it is. If you get married or you have your first child when you're 30 versus 23, that's a big difference. Oh, that's a big difference. And you get, maybe you don't get married till you're 30 and you have your first kid at like 33. Mm Mm-hmm. We got. I got married when I was nineteen. Yeah, I was so dumb. Well, we we didn't know a lot, so I knew nothing. Yeah. So, before we get into what we wish we would have done better, 
we're going to share some fun facts. Oh. Do you got a fun fact? Fun fact. Okay. Um, I got a new piercing. Oh, you did? I did. Where, what do they call that one? Daith. The Daith. And it's my ninth. And it was, did not hurt at all. It was your ninth piercing? Yeah. Okay. It didn't hurt at all. Didn't hurt at all. I was all. so surprised. I was all like geared up for it to be like awful. Your last few piercing experiences have not been ideal. No, but this one was a dream. So I am feeling really good about the two more that I want to get. All right. And I, and I, I know piercings are not everybody's thing. No, but, but if they're your thing, they, I, I think they're cute. And I've been enjoying them. So cool. But I will say another fun fact is that having nails, I cannot get my earrings out. Yeah, you get you get your son, your 11-year-old son to I put your earrings Nick in. I trained Nick how to do it. <laughs> well, you were out of town, and so I didn't have you. So I was like, Nick, come here. I know you can do this. <laughs> so great. So great. He loves you, though. He really does love you. Uh, for me, my fun fact is I collect um, all sorts of random chords. And... <laughs> Is that a fun fact about every guy? <laughs> oh, I don't know. Does every guy do that? Or do they have like every chord possible? Or is that an ADHD thing? Um, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. But I have chord. Like I have a hard time letting go of chords because I feel like I could always need them. Yeah, and fun, so, do you want another fun fact? On me or you? No, this has to do with your chord thing. Oh, okay. I cleaned out the storage room and I threw away some chords. <laughs> what? what? They already got taken out with the trash. You can't go look for them. <laughs> All right, we'll talk about this after the podcast. <laughs> this is one of our things we wish we would have done better. Prior. No, I feel real good about it. <laughs> she purchased it. I'm trying to think what chords you would have. I don't. They were hidden. They were so random. I was like, if he hasn't needed them. Yeah, it's probably true. And if Anyways. you do need them, you won't know that you needed the ones I threw away. Yeah, yeah. Until I need them, and I can't find them. <laughs> so. But your chords are very pretty. Uh, well, I try to keep them pretty organized. Yeah. They're on this little, this pegboard system in your office yeah. and it. I do at least use the Velcro things to keep them all relatively organized for the most part. I mean, it's not as good as I would do it. Yeah. It's I'm, now I'm looking up there and I'm getting really self-conscious <laughs> by my cords. But organized. the fact that they're up there, mm -hmm. like yeah. I really like it. That's a cool it's idea. It's much more aesthetically pleasing than seeing a big old container full of. Yeah. Which I have three of those too, but I know. But I have like the main cords we're, that I we're need. We're working on it. Cleanly hanging up on a pegboard looking thing. Just gives office. me ammo so I can be like, dude, you haven't dug through that box. No, I have. I use those boxes all the time. I get stuff out of them all the time. Do you? I do. I, do. I, I every Almost every <laughs> week. Almost every week I look for another cord in there. So if I slowly take one. No, <laughs> I do not. Stay away from my cords, woman. <laughs> <laughs> I actually don't come in your office. Your office is no, totally yours. You don't. You don't. I mean, I come in it, but I don't do yes. anything with it. No, you don't mess with my stuff. Thank goodness. So, because uh, otherwise, we'd have nothing. Because you would just purge it all. Cause you'd be like, I don't need this, and then you throw it away. <laughs> oh, okay. that's true. That's another story. For okay. Another time. All right. So, what we wish we would have done better in partnering as parents. Yeah. So, um, do you want to start with the first one or I'll start with the first one. Okay. So not discussing arguments in front of the kids. Yeah. Failed. Yeah. Yeah. We, we even struggle uh, with that occasionally. Even now, now occasionally we are not. But great. okay. So here's something. Mm -hmm. Um, I do think, okay. So if you are feeling real heated, Mm -hmm. I didn't, it's not healthy to have an argument in front of your kids. Right. 
I do think it is important to have them see you disagree in a healthy way. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's a difference between like heated arguments, I'm pissed at you, and I'm going to express it. We have less of those. We don't have as many of those now. And we don't even have, if we do, I feel like we try to be better about taking that to the bedroom. Yeah. But I feel like we don't we don't have those well, often. Not very often. Um, no. So I, I think showing modeling for your kids how to disagree. Our most heated arguments now are about absolute nothingness. They're I know. like the dumbest. <laughs> we and if our kids we are know they're heated dumb. <laughs> an argument now. It is like we are arguing over <laughs> like our pickles. I'm trying to think of an example of a dumb argument we've had, but it's like dumb, like yeah. super dumb arguments now. And it's almost like you, it usually ju- ends up you with just laughing. want to fight. Yeah. You just want some. I found actually, I saw a TikTok the other day that I think was brilliant. And it said, if your wife is constantly nagging at you, the truth is she may just be bored. And so she needs some stimulation. And so she <laughs> uses you to get that stimulation. And I think that I was like, that. I think that's actually true. I think sometimes you're just bored and you're like, what can I stir up so that I can create some excitement mm-hmm. in my life? I'm going to be aware of that next time. Okay. That'll be interesting. So, um, but, but, yeah, but, but the nice thing is that because it's about nothing now, we don't like, we don't, it's, it's just dumb. Yeah. But we used to, but that wasn't how it always heated was. Arguments. Yeah. We had some really hard times and a lot of resentments for each other and yeah. a lot of like not hearing and seeing each other. And I, I was, you know, I had a lot of, um, old patterns that were not, we both did. Yeah. And we just, we, we sucked at communicating. Yeah. Yeah. And I, yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I remember feeling like this is not me. This is not who I am. I do not want to be this person. And I, I did not like who I was and how I communicated. Um, and I think sometimes I blamed you for that. Like I wanted to make that like, if I wasn't with you, that I wouldn't be that way. And maybe that was true, but at the end of the day, it was still my, it was, it was still my choice and um fortunately it pushed it continued to put pressure on me mm-hmm. at least in my world to 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 try to find another way to keep searching for answers and um okay so that's i think that's the number one thing yeah. or one of the one top 5 things we wish we would have done differently is arguing in front of people uh, arguing in front of our kids um what what i so uh, i guess we'll talk about the keys to get well we're going to talk about the keys to get on stage yeah. let's talk about how you deal with that though now because that'll be a little different so what do we do now instead with or, or what would you say one we just don't argue as much yeah um we disagree a lot we still disagree a lot we do disagree a lot but yeah. i don't i think sometimes that has a really negative connotation right mm-hmm. that it's not good to we're just we're really different yeah and you really like to be right but I am right a lot of the time, <laughs> guys. It's hard being me. <laughs> I will take a hit for the team. I'll keep being me, but it's hard. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so uh, is there anything, any strategy that we use now? I, I think what, what I would say in our relationship, it's kind of on me to recognize when the argument's getting too heated and to put a pause on it and, yeah. move, and move it along. And, and, and actually, I don't think we, I don't think that we're the type of person where it's best that we 
go have the argument in the other room. I think for they us, have to shelf it. Yeah, it's best to say, "Hey, I appreciate that you're feeling a lot right now." But we need to. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not in a space to be able to communicate in a healthy way with you. So I'm going to ask, as much as you want to stay in this conversation yeah. with me right now, that we pause yeah. and we can pick this back up later when I when I'm better. And I just take it on myself. Like uh, we can take it back on when I'm better able to handle all the emotions you're feeling, right? And that usually, yeah, you handle that pretty well. I think that's kind of you haven't had to do that. In a long I time. can't think about the last time I hold on. Remember. Let's pat ourselves on the back. Okay, there we go. Patting ourselves <laughs> on the back. Um, okay, so next one. You want to do this one? Number two. Number two of what we wish we would have done better as parents in partnering. partnering well, this is parents. more. On, this is more you. So you do number two, and then I'll do. Oh, three go ahead and do four. number three then. Okay. Not believing there is a right way, giving your spouse more grace and how the other one parents, letting go of the control. Okay, so what is elaborate on that? Um, yeah, I definitely thought there was a right way, and it was my way. Yeah, why did you think that? Well, also, I think if you have a true like stay-at-home parent mm-hmm. and one that mm. act you know actively leaves the house, or even if they work from home. And, and provides the financial mm-hmm. needs. Mm-hmm. And the other one is a stay-at-home and provides the physical needs for the kids. I think sometimes it's really easy to fall into the trap of thinking, well, I'm with the kids all day. I take care of them the majority of the day. So and what I, I know more about what parenting. I do works. Mm-hmm. So just keep doing it my way. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think that's a very, I think it's a very reasonable thing to feel. Yeah. Right? If you're, you know, it would be the same thing like if, if you know, you and I were working on one of my businesses and mm-hmm. I'd been doing my business all the time and you came in with some new idea, I'd be like, well, hey, look, I don't know if that's going to work, but yeah. I know my way works, so yeah. just do it my way. And, and I think in some things, like, it's not necessarily bad, but I don't, I didn't ever create the space to say, oh, how you put the kids to bed is fine. Like, it's healthy for them to experience this is how dad does it this is how mm-hmm. mom does it like yeah. this is what you get with mom this is what you get with dad and it's neither of them are right or wrong it's just yeah yeah it, i think it's a very easy tendency to want to control how your parent how your how your spouse parents and i think um depending on how good your parents were um, I think that can add to it. I think for me on my side, what I would say is I felt like I came from a family that was a pretty good family. And so there was for me sometimes like, well, well, that's not the right way. Cause that's not how my mom did it. Yeah. Guys, let me offer you a piece of advice. Don't say that. <laughs> but, to me, that act, always activated something yeah, in yeah. myself where it was like, are you kidding me? Right. Right. You're like, look how you turned out. Apparently your parents didn't do everything <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> I just was like, I, I just was like, why we're not comparing. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, I think it's really a natural trigger no. for, a, for, uh, wives and, and mother-in-laws, like for, for a wife to feel compared to your mom is not a good thing. And, yeah. And I don't think I did a lot, but no. there were some moments where I was like, well, no, this is how we do it. And sometimes in the name of even like, well, let me explain this goes back to one of our dysfunctions, right? Like sometimes I just wanted to be heard. Like, let me just explain to you, like, 
like how my mom did it because that's what I know. I'm not saying that's the right way, but that's that's what I know. So that's my reference, and it seemed to be a good thing. Like I see the value in the way my mom did that. So can I bring that to the table? But instead of that actually being something that was constructive or valuable, it triggered in you kind of this like, do not come in here and tell me how your mom raised kids because I'm raising these kids. Like, yeah. um, and I and I think there's something in a in a mom. In, in many moms, this this mama bear thing that as men, or at least men like me, who are a little less emotional, mm-hmm. we don't we don't come across as committed to the well being of our kids. Even though I, I mean, I feel like I've always been a very committed father, mm-hmm. but I'm I was very tolerant of my kids having some suffering and some discomfort. And that mama bear in you, I think sometimes that could be interpreted especially when as, they're little. Yeah, now that they're older, I'm like, Shh. yeah. And especially as kids, like like the first kid is so hard for a mom because she's so concerned about doing everything right and doing it all, you know, and that's so heavy. And and even then I was kind of like, oh, he'll be fine. He'll be fine. You know, like I, I, I was. He a will. Dad, I won't. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and so it took some time for us to, to get to a place where there was room for both of us to have space in, in how the parenting took place. Yeah. And I think also... I lost my train of thought. Never mind. Okay. So if you uh, get back on that chain, train, then then we'll circle that okay. back around. Uh, all right. Next one is uh, slow to recognize. I was slow to recognize that you needed me to step up and give you a break at yeah. times. And, and not just a break like helping out at night, but like parenting, especially three small children, especially three small boys. Um, I know everybody has a debate on who's worse, boys or girls, but you know, I think boys are really tough when they're young, especially if you have all boys, cause there's so much wrestling and yelling and energy for most boys. They're right? very physical. They seem to be like, it is exhausting. And now as older boys, not that there's no drama or no emotions or feelings with our kids. It's not near as hard as I think it might be if we had girls. They're still physical. I th- They're still very physical with each other. Yeah. No, I, yeah. And, and every kid's different, right? You, yeah. you might have a girl and she's very physical, but I think when you have, especially we had two boys really close. Yeah. If you had two kids really close and one's a girl and one's a boy, they're not going to like I have videos. I even look back and I'm like, oh my gosh, I was pretty chill to it's just like sit there UFC and video them. wrestling. Yeah, yeah. But they they were they were so pounding on each other. <laughs> and you you don't typically see that in a sibling relationship if it's a girl and a boy. Yeah, not not they might fight, but it's not quite like as... like they were. It was no, it was WWF wrestling all day long every yeah. day. Yeah. So. um and, and everything turned into a fight. And usually it got too extreme quite often. So I think a mom is cutting out. So, so I wish I would have been more in tune. Um, I think I expected you to just ask me if you needed a break. And I think, I think that's hard for a mom to say, hey, I can't handle being a mom right now. Yeah. And so normal. So I think sometimes, like I said, what I saw, you know, sometimes you were like, I'm just done. I'm just done. Which to me felt like giving, like... I didn't like that language. It was hard for me to hear you. I said you. that a lot. Yeah. But I meant, I meant I'm just, I'm done I, in this I, moment. I needed to hear beyond Yeah, but that's all saying. I could say. Yeah. Really, I was saying, help I need, me. To, I need to tap help out. Me. Yeah, help me. It's your help turn me. to step into the, yeah. to the ring, and yeah. I just need to 
go do nothing. Yeah. And so when I started saying, okay, hey, look, one day a month, I'm going to come. You're going to go do whatever you want. If it's shopping, if it's whatever, what, sometimes we had no money. And so it was like, just leave and be gone. Sometimes it was go get your nails done or massage or something like that. Mm -hmm. So once a month, like, hey, babe, I'm taking over. I'll take care of everything. You don't have to worry about anything. No, don't worry about dinner. Don't worry about anything. I'll take care of it all for a day. And, and to me, that was, I think, a shift in our relationship and in our parenting partner. And, and I will say you've always really been a hands-on dad. Well, that's, and I, you've never said no to anything that I was like, I need your help with this. Yeah. I mean, I changed diapers when they were kids in the middle of the night. I, I did more than the previous generation's dad's often did i think you know and, and I, so. I look back and i think i feel like he did a lot yeah I, I feel like i did too i feel comfortable and confident that i was i was not like this dad who like came home from work and sat on the couch and you know ate dinner and said okay thanks take care of the kids put them to bed i put the kids to bed i mean i think as much as you have yeah. in our lifetime i think i put the kids to bed as much as you have why why do we both hate we oh we i hated bedtime kids to bed oh my goodness <laughs> Partnering and parenting mistake number uh, not on this list. Just don't ever try to put your kids to bed. Let them just fall asleep whenever they fall asleep. <laughs> just give up on that. Who cares if they're exhausted? Oh. oh my goodness, I hate bedtime. I hated it. It's not bad now, finally, but it was horrible. Yeah, man. Well, you're just fighting for a long time together, or just time together, or just time well, you're away so from. You're so freaking tired. You're yeah. like at seven. Can... And I just. It's cold don't want to go to bed so we got better at that maybe we can talk about that later on but um all right next one number four realize it really is two different cultures yeah we're just two different people two different backgrounds coming in with two sets of expectations and and not just expectations but methods and strategies and ways of looking which is why we should have communicated yeah like okay. sitting down, if we would have sat down and like been like, okay, let's talk about bedtime. Like, yeah, well, we should have done that with our relationship. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think one of us wanted to talk about our relationship. I can't remember who that was. No, that was not you. Before we got married, you said, do you want to talk about our relationship? No, not before, but. Where but we want to live. Like. What are, like financially, you know, how we want to manage right, the money. All right. Neither of us did. No, we didn't. No. We, we didn't do any of that. Yeah. Yeah, but once we got married, I do believe one of us did well, desire to talk about that. Or teach. Was it teach about that? Or just listen to Tony Robbins' <laughs> relationship course, which we never finished. <laughs> wow, I, I feel some resentment <laughs> bubbling up in this moment. Okay. Uh, I, I think one of the things that did hit me one time was like, oh my goodness, like as much like I think what happens on this culture thing is you you think you're really a lot alike. You're like, okay, we're both, you know, we both happen to be white. white. I don't even know what I I thought. I just thought, oh, he's cute. I love him. Let's get married. Literally. Yeah. I uh, thought. Pure foolishness. Yeah. The scope of what we, like, what you're entering into, but I, I don't even think, like, popped up in my peripheral, I, let I, alone my main focus, like. Yeah. It just, I just really was dumb. <laughs> I'm, I'm really having some realizations right now. <laughs> okay, guys. So, uh, newsflash: I, Molly was dumb for marrying me. She's now no, realized this. No, no, and, uh... <laughs> no, no. I had zero regrets. I just, 
I have a, a relationship with my niece. Yeah. And I just see, you know, she's she's still young, right? Yeah. yeah. When we're young, we just we only know what we know. Yeah. But I also see things in her that I'm like, yeah, prop like I'm gonna cheer you on. Like, good job. Like, you're doing things that I've just recently done as a 38 year old woman. Like, you looking at yourself. That doesn't mean you're not gonna like have any hardships, but well done for like studying and and putting in some effort into like understanding what what relationships. Yeah. Yeah. Like, we didn't do any of that. Yeah, I, I, I. I think I. I think I dumbly thought. Oh, he's been married before. <laughs> he knows what to do. <laughs> yeah, which which you didn't. <laughs> not not with the likes of you for sure. <laughs> I, honestly, I don't know how we could have been any more different. Well, and this is what I was going to say. I think what we thought was okay. We're both we're both white. We're both you know from. I didn't even think about the. We're well, both the same race. But well, but I'm saying, I, to me, it's culturally, like... Culturally, the, our, our cultures are relatively similar. Yeah. Our nationalities are really similar. We're both... We're the same uh, religion. Same religion. We both so from the same... that was it. That was... It, well, the, that was a big thing, right? Is like in our religion, it was like, oh, we're both the same religion. So everything else, like if we... In fact, that, I think they even teach that. Like I, I remember the concept of if, if a man and a woman will just... To a righteous man and a righteous, righteous woman. woman. Oh yeah, what is I don't remember, but I bought into it. Yeah, I thought, well, I'm a good person, and I and we go to the same church, and, and we he's a pray good together. Person. If we just pray together every day and study our scriptures, not even I'm, think that. Okay, because we didn't do that. Okay, no, well, you no, you were not interested in that. <laughs> That's a whole nother story. Okay, <laughs> but um, there was like this belief that if two people are just righteous and look to God, that they will end up in a happy believe- marriage. Oh yeah, well, I didn't put any work after that. I was like, poop done golden yeah yeah so so definitely recognizing that even if you're the same race from the same area of the world from relatively similar financial means to a certain degree okay a little bit different but but relatively we weren't neither of us were poor like neither of us grew up in poor homes no um with with Similar religious black backgrounds, like that, that then then we should be fine. Like this that is be, a big fat lie. Yeah, that I like want to end with my gener like yeah. us. The fact is that it doesn't matter how similar you and this other person is. Like, even if you marry your cousins, like the people in Arkansas, like <laughs> just kidding, Matthew. <laughs> no. <cut that. laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> you had a lot of snort laughs on this episode. <laughs> even even if you think you're really like the truth is it is it is really like you know a cowboy and Indian marrying each other. It is two different, totally different Bringing cultures. Bringing two people together, they're yeah. so complex. It's There's complex. so many complexities, that, and not in a bad way, in a, mm-hmm. in a beautiful way. If it, now that's the real key is that if you can if you can say, hey, what is beautiful about her culture? Like, I think that as I started to look, like I started to realize, oh, I love how non-judgmental your family is, right? And not that my family is like ultra judgmental, but I just, that like they really are great about being non-judgmental. I'm like, oh, I want that in how we raise our kids, right? And I think there's some things about my parents and how my parents taught us to work, right? Like, it's like, I want that in my kids too, right? Yeah. And I also want to honor like it, 
there's just so many more tools now available than yeah. there were when we were young yeah. and then versus when our parents were young. Yeah. Like yeah. at your fingertips, you can Google and come up with like 5 million different personality, human design, Enneagram, yeah. saboteurs from positive intelligence, like the five love languages, the six human needs from Tony Robbins. Like there's like a million bajillion things. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And like They're super we've, valuable. we've done a lot over... I would say the last five to seven years, we've we mm-hmm. are, are we show up completely different in our relationship. Yeah. We've come a long way, and you know, our the own expansion beyond yeah. spirituality being just we've evolved a lot. Yeah, but that's be- like we have all those great things, yeah. and so I just am like, I want my kids to be like, here, I love you, but can you please take all these first so I can get to know you? Yeah, we're not getting married and. Until you know the person. Yeah, yeah. Get get to know him. We didn't know. And I don't have any regrets. And honestly, I I don't know if we would have gotten married. Maybe not. And I think we both honor that, that, that if we had have gone through some of those things, we, you know, we... If we had lived together before we got married, mm-hmm. I'm almost 100% sure you would have broken up with me. Which not I'm not saying that's a bad thing. Yeah. I, I had a lot. I was just not emotionally intelligent at all. Um, I had a lot of selfish traits about myself and held others to high expectations. When I say others, I would say the person I'm in a relationship with, but I didn't really experience any other relationships yeah. before you. And so I had zero growth in that department. And so I... I wouldn't have blamed you if we had lived together. Well, we we, we definitely had some moments in our early marriage I where I gr- thought we would probably, I mean, we started talking about divorce about a month into marriage. I would have grown up a yeah. lot faster. Yeah. And so, uh, you know, I don't, I don't know whether or not we would have or wouldn't have. I know I also had a lot of self-righteous in me and I had a lot of I like beat that out of you. inabilities <laughs> to, to communicate uh, and experience emotion without feeling it, uncomfortable. Back like, to communication. Yeah. Like learning how to effectively communicate mm-hmm. just in general, all, yeah. all relationships. Yeah. With your boss at work, with a friend, yeah. with your parents, your siblings, yeah. in romantic relationships. Like we need to do a podcast just on communication. That would be the second thing. Yeah. Teaching your kids. First, trust yourself. Second. Yeah, and communication and why it's so much more than just communication. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So the so the last thing, and we're wrapping up this podcast today, is of the things that we wish we would have done better is valuing each other, the relationship between each other over the relationship with the kids. Meaning, I think it's, and I think it may be a little bit more of a woman thing, but I don't, I don't know that this is true in every relationship. In our relationship, um, I, it, it, I think it was easy for you to feel like um, our relationship has to go on the back burner because my focus needs to be on the kids. Right, and, and I necessarily might not look at it uh, one, like the the spousal relationship needs to be valued over 
I just think they need to be looked at as there's, it's two different types of relationships. And I think if you ignore your marriage or your partnership, whether you're married or not, you could not be married and still have kids mm-hmm. and, and live together. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I needed to recognize that that was, that was very important and that that required time and energy and creativity um, and passion poured into that relationship while also having the space to, you know, pour energy into, into my parenthood, into motherhood, but also honor that if this marriage was thriving, it was going to make motherhood thrive even more. And, and, and this is a beautiful like dance. Yeah. And they get enmeshed sometimes. And I think sometimes it's, it was hard for me to pull back and be like, Oh, like, because I felt like it was an either or. Yeah. yeah. I felt like it wasn't like, yeah, that's a good. It, I felt like I, it was an either or, and I did err on the side of choosing the kids sometimes. Yeah. I think that's really hard on, I, I, I know it was hard for me as a husband to feel that and, and to feel the confusion. Cause I, I think I also, I, I understood that. Like I was like, dude, they take a lot of time and energy and mm-hmm. attention and I, and I can honor that you're exhausted. And so time for me, attention for me, appreciation for me, making me dinner. Like, yeah. Like, but I think it just go back to communication too. Like, yeah, it was non. we just didn't do it well. And, yeah. and so whatever hints or s- subtle things that you would say or do towards me to be like, Hey, don't forget me mm. came across as, okay, you have to choose me or the kids. Yeah. And I was the type of mom that I was like, oh, I'm going to choose, I'm going to choose the kids. Well, I think it's like easy. It's like, well, I'm not choosing myself either. Like yeah. I'm not, I'm not putting me first. So why, why, why should I put you first yeah. or us first? Which are all things you should talk about before you have kids. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and so how do you, how do you make time for the relationship? Yeah. But our, also don't have kids and if your relationship isn't thriving. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's kind of funny because I don't know that ours was when we had kids and they in some ways have been some of the best parts of our life together. And yeah. well, I, I, I think- will say that like a lot of our connection towards each other comes from the alignment we do have around how we raise our kids. Well, we're, so we're, as, yeah. as bad as we were early in our relationship yeah. about not partnering I feel like we've evolved that. That's pr- I, I think of all the things that we've shifted in our relationship. Mm-hmm. This is the area where I feel like we are we are so good together at raising kids. Yeah. We've we've become very proficient. Yeah. And uh like aligned. even energetically yeah. aligned. That's like, what I'm saying. Like there's nothing about the way we raise kids. Like, it's not that we, I'm not saying that we agree in every moment about what to do with each kid. But no, I, but, and we're not perfect parents, but right. like, I but like when you call me out, like yeah. there's been times where I like make a mistake with the kids and you call me out and I actually see that call out as like a more of a calling forward into who I really want to be for my kids. Like right. it's an, it's an honoring of me, not a, not a belittling. Right. Like or, I'm doing it in a way to be like, Hey, like I know this is, if you if you stood back and saw yourself, yeah, not how you would want to show up, probably. Yeah, yeah. But I'm not going to force it. I'm just going to. Sh- 
yeah. name it and then let you sort it out. Yeah. And I think we just have really like we we are so committed to raising our kids effectively. So now that we've gotten really good at that and then we're like getting way better at our marriage. <laughs> yeah, and f- yeah, we did that one first. And so we're working on the other one. Well, I think next. as we've worked on our marriage, we've become better parents. Yeah. Yeah. So um, with... I, I just want to end with one thing. Oh, okay. Before you wrap it up. Okay. It was something Tyler said the other day. Oh, okay. He's our 16, soon to be 17 year old in a couple months, which is really weird for me to wrap my head around. Mm-hmm. But we were talking the other day mm-hmm. and he like paused in the middle of what he was talking about. And he was like, like sometimes I forget we have like I have we have a cool family, mm-hmm. and I'm like, I know why you forget because you're a teenager. <laughs> and he was like, Oh, yeah. But he said like, we have a cool family, and I just thought that was yeah neat yeah because you know teenagers sometimes are yeah how many sixteen year olds out there like like their family yeah and and, and, and not he, that they want to only hang out with no us. he doesn't always and he, and we don't always get along and yeah. we have our moments and they bicker with each other sometimes yeah but it was it just felt good yeah to hear him say that because he's our oldest and so he he got the worst of us yeah yeah of like he like got the worst of us where he can remember right, right. nick we really started we we're doing a little better by the time he started by, remembering by the things. time he hit five we were starting to really work on stuff yeah um, but so it was just nice to see that even though we kind of really sucked in the beginning, he's seen the fruits of our labor. Yeah. And that, and I had that conversation the other day. I said, I hope, I hope if nothing else, when you look at me and mom, it's, you know, that, that our imperfections, um, aren't excuses for your relationship to have imperfections, but also give you permission to, really continue to look at yourself in your relationship and recognize that relationship isn't all, you know, cupcakes and ding dongs. Well, we've, uh, we've taught that well. Yeah. <laughs> well, and it's like that TikTok that I showed him the other day. I'm going to botch, butch, I'm going to botch what this guy said, but he said something to the tune of like, look for a relationship, not that, not where everything is, you know, peaceful and, and you're always happy and bliss, but look for a relationship where there's enough safety for you to be triggered and work through, through those it, triggers yeah. with that person. And I think we've gotten there. We've evolved into that much took more. a while. Yeah. Much better than we were before. And, and at the end of the day, I think the heart of why we are where we are is because there was this one little piece that we both had, which was, I don't give up easily. And, no, I'm stubborn as hell. And and I'm I don't yeah, I don't give up easy. I'm stubborn. And I'm I'm truly committed to trying to look at my own stuff. Yeah. We didn't always do that, but we were we we I, I wouldn't say we always looked at our own stuff, but we were always trying to look at our own stuff. Yeah, and we and we choose each other every day. Now, yeah, now. Now, not back then we didn't always choose each other. No. But we didn't get divorced. So no. we're here. All right. Hey guys, part two of this. So the good stuff, even though we've given some tips here, is we're going to talk about the keys to getting on the same page in partnering as a parent. So come back next week and uh, listen to that one. And if you want to, make sure you hit that subscribe button and get a hold of uh, this one when it comes out next week. So 
All right, guys. This yeah, is thanks for joining us. The end. Um, if you haven't already subscribed, we can't tell you how much it means to us that you subscribe to the podcast. Yeah, it means a lot. It really if makes all the difference. If you take that time, I, we super appreciated it. Yeah. And if you don't know how to do that, it's super easy. Just go ahead and click on the little out of control podcast name. So not the name of the episode, but the name of the podcast. And then scroll down to the bottom of the page and you'll see an opportunity to rate and review. And it makes all the difference for us to get out there and to continue to grow this. If you'd like to be in touch with us, catch us on TikTok, catch us on oh gosh, uh, Instagram, uh, Streaming Freedom on both of those. I yeah. uh, was super excited about TikTok hitting 50,000 subscribers recently, actually almost 60,000 subscribers. But all you, babe, all you. No, no, it's all you. But, uh, <laughs> all right, guys. I'll catch you next time. Bye. Ciao.